It's the Adam Ritz Show, a social awareness talk show touching on fellowship, leadership, philanthropy, and more. Adam hosts the show on location from coast to coast, interviewing college students, student athletes, campus administrators, professional athletes, and social experts about social issues ranging from bullying to Twitter and everything in between. And now, it's your social awareness radio host, Adam Ritz. I'm Adam Ritz inside the Pittsburgh Steelers football complex for the All-Pro Dad Father and Kid Experience. Head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers, Mike Tomlin, is here signing some autographs, shaking some hands, sharing his knowledge on what it takes to be an All-Pro Dad. We will catch up with him in just a few minutes. Also, Jeff Hardings is here, a former Steeler, uh, won a championship, Super Bowl with the Steelers, now retired and sharing his knowledge on what it takes to be a dad. He should know he's got eight kids. It's a cast of thousands with children of all ages and their dads, uh, fellowship, fatherhood, and a whole lot of fun happening here in Pittsburgh at the All Pro Dad Father and Kid Expo. (laughs) That was almost a blooper to start with. Uh, I've already been hit once. I know you have. I'm here with uh, Georgiana. Hi, how are you? Hi, how are you, Adam? Did I already screw that up? Is it Georgianne? It's Georgianne. That's Ge- fine. Georgianne. Yes. And you are with uh, Pittsburgh TV affiliate? Yes, WPXI. It's the NBC affiliate here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Okay, and we're at the All Pro Dad event inside the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, football complex, and we're about to interview head coach Mike Tomlin with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yes, we are. And as a photojournalist, with a Pittsburgh affiliate, have you um, had a chance to work a lot with sports or the coach or the Steelers? I personally don't. Um, We have a few men at our station that actually work um, for NFL on their days off. So if there's a game in in town, they they get to do that. So this will be pretty much our first meeting with the great coach Mike Tomlin from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Well, thank you, Georgianne, for joining us. You're very welcome. Thank you. Nice to meet you. (laughs) Now let's do this interview. Coach, uh, as a dad and as a coach, do they bleed over into each other? Do you find yourself being a father with your players and a, and a coach to your kids? I know sometimes I wish I had a whistle at home, <laughs> you know. Uh, it, yeah, it, it, it's funny, particularly the older my boys get, uh, I, I do I do utilize some coaching techniques in terms of uh, helping them get through some of the things that 11- and 12-year-old boys deal with. And as an NFL coach with that celebrity status, it certainly helps you at an all-pro dad event connecting with everybody here as a fan. How does that help you as a father at home? You know, I don't know that it helps me at all at home, man. My kids are totally unimpressed by what I do. <laughs> but but that's life, man. I'm dad to them, and that's what it's about. And I think, you know, that's one of the many things that keeps us all grounded. How, how many years have you been doing this? I think this is uh, year five or six. Okay. Yeah, it's been a number of years. Talk to me a little bit about, I mean, you've been doing this for a while then. So is there ever anything that you get, I don't want to say bored, but do you, do you feel like, you have to excite these people? Or? No, it's, it's, it's not anything that gets old uh, to me by any stretch. I think anytime you get an opportunity to encourage fathers to be the very best that they can be, to come together and spend quality time with the little ones and, and learn some life lessons and maybe talk about some things that you don't normally talk about on a day-to-day basis, I think it never gets stale. I think it's always a very blessed afternoon. Is this tougher than teaching teammates? Well, I don't even look at it in that way. You know, you know, coaching and football is what I do. Being a husband and father is who I am. So it's about us being our best selves today and uh, really just enjoying each other's company and doing so. What, what do you look forward to today? Like uh, seeing the kids? Or- just just the, the, the father and kid interaction. 
maybe the uncomfortable dad getting an opportunity to get a hug, uh, you know, saying I love you, those type things. Uh, you'll see a lot of that going on at events like this. Uh, that's why after five or six years, it never gets old. Thanks, Coach. Thanks, Coach. Thank Pleasure you. you. Pleasure. Coach Mike Tomlin. Thank you. Ooh, that's loud. Thank you, guys. Give yourselves a round of applause for being here. I mean that. One of my absolute favorite days of the year. Um, I'm going to tell you two of the core reasons, really, why I'm here. Um, I come from a broken home, uh, but from that, from that challenge came a tremendous blessing. Um, I, my stepfather came into my life, Leslie Copeland, he's over there. Let's give a round of applause to my dad over there. This guy, this guy right here, he and my mom got married in 1980, I was eight years old, man, this guy coached my little league baseball teams right here. This guy did it all for me, this is my dad. Any other stepdads or surrogate fathers out there? Man, let's give it a round of applause to these guys right here. This is awesome. We did it all together. Uh, we did. Uh, he taught me how to compete, uh, how to do my very best at everything that I did. Um, sports was, was our connect initially. We talked football, basketball, baseball. It became academics. It became every element of life. Uh, and I love him. He, he is the best. I want to encourage everybody out there, um, you know, whether or not your biological dads or however we frame it, um, anybody that cares enough to love on young people, to encourage them, uh, to show them the difference between right and wrong, to give them the necessary discipline that they need. Man, I tip my hats off to, to all the stepdads, uncles, granddads, neighbors, surrogate dads that are standing up big in our community, man. Let's one more time for that group. commitment that he made to my growth and development the way that he loved me is the reason why I stand before you today. So that's the number one reason I'm here. The num number two reason I'm here, uh, in 2001, yeah, 2001, I was 27, 28 years old, I had an opportunity, I was a college football coach, I got hired by a guy named Tony Dungy with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, he was a professional mentor of mine. Being a young coach, particularly a young secondary coach, this guy wrote the blueprint. You know, for young guys in my position, man, I was really excited about having an opportunity to work with him on a day-to-day -day basis. When I went to work for him, I discovered I learned a lot more from him than football. Uh, this is a guy that walks the walk. This is a guy um, that coaching is what he does. Football is what he did. But being a husband and father is who he is. Um, and he displayed that every day. And uh, I took that from there. My family was very young at that time. Uh, my oldest son, Dino, he's excited about being here, isn't he? Wave, Dino. Dino was about 10 months old at the time. Mason wasn't born. Harley wasn't thought about, okay? But I learned some life lessons along the way that regardless of where our professional careers take us, and I understand that we all got a desire to be great in, in what it is we choose to do, our vocations, me, mine just happens to be football. It happens to be on television once a week. 
and so forth, but I'm sure we all got the same challenges, don't we? The, the economy we're in is a very, very uh, tough and challenging one. We've all got responsibilities in terms of taking care of our families monetarily and, and being the very best that we can be in a professional setting. But it's just what it is we do. It's not who we are. That's why we're here today. That's why I'm excited about being here with you today. Uh, we take our professional hats off, if you will, because we're capable. But we can't take our dad hats off because it's part of us. Our husband hats off. I'm glad to share this day with you guys, man, to spend some time with our kids, to hug on them, to tell them that we love them, uh, to carve out some time in the midst of our busy schedules, to focus solely on our relationships with them. Isn't that awesome, kids? Yeah. Let's clap it up for that one time. I really try to sink my teeth in the stuff that I do. I'm kind of, I'm a little bit weird, you know. Um, I get singularly focused on and fixated on things. And for me, um, obviously, this time of year, uh, it's the Pittsburgh Steelers and our pursuit of the 7th Lombardi. Um, but it's also what it is my kids do. People ask me all the time, what do you do when you're not working? What do you do for fun? Whatever it is my kids want to do. Whatever it is they're doing for fun. Um, their hobbies are my hobbies because I love them, man, and they're the most important things in my life. And I'm not afraid to say that. I hope everyone has a great time today, man. Spend some time with your kids. I appreciate you guys being here. I challenge you, encourage you to be the very best dads you can be. You know, we all can be all pro dads, man. You know, we're going to win some and lose some professionally, aren't we? But we're all capable of being all pro dads, man. I thank you, I thank you guys for making the commitment uh, today, and I hope you guys have a great day. Thank you. Hey, thanks, Coach Tomlin. The Adam Ritz Show. Fellowship, leadership, and philanthropy. We are continuing uh, from the all-pro dad, kid and father experience inside the Pittsburgh Steelers complex, and I'm with two brothers, Dan and Dave Gummel. Yep. And uh, this is uh, Dave. Hi. Hi, how are you, Adam? I, I'm so glad to have you guys on the show. Hi, Dan. Hey, how you doing, Adam? First of all, give me some of that voice. Give me some of that voice, love. Give me your best radio voice. Say, hey, this is Dan live from All Pro Dad in Pittsburgh. Hey, this is Adam live from All Pro in Pittsburgh. Oh, give me some of that. This is Dave live from All Pro in Pittsburgh. Now, here's the deal. You guys are brothers. Uh, first of all, we're going to get to your community service here in a minute. That's why you're on this program, because of your, uh, I'm very impressed with your young age. One of you is in college. The other one is maybe heading to grad school. And you're spending your Saturday uh, volunteering with All Pro Dad, and that is super impressive to me. Most guys your age are, are in bed right now. Um, trying to remember what happened on a Friday night. You guys are out being involved with their community, and that is fantastic. We'll talk about, in just, uh, about all that in just a second. Tell me about your radio show. You were telling me off mic, uh, Dan, that you, you and your brother had a sports radio show on your college radio That's station. Right. That's right, Adam. We, uh, when I was in college uh, at the same school with David, uh, my brother and I, we had a radio show that was a sports radio show. We would broadcast it on campus, and uh, that's a connection that you and I share. And uh, since graduation, I've been using that uh, skills that I learned, the skill set that I learned by doing the radio show, by doing, uh, continuing to do voice work, continuing to do other sorts of media projects. And so. let's plug the station. Uh, it's Grove City College. WSAJ. 911 the one. WSAJ. 911 the one. And your sports radio show with your brother here, uh, what were some of the, did you have call-ins? Did you broadcast the games? Uh, did your college even have teams? I mean, tell me more about your show. 
Uh, we have teams. We never broadcasted any of the games. We would kind of give updates about the teams. And honestly, we would talk a lot about uh, just professional sports and uh, all the happenings that were going on in the professional sports world. We talked about uh, the Pacers a lot, uh, the Steelers a lot. Uh, just, yeah. In, in this college radio station in, uh, at Grove City College in the Pittsburgh area, you guys are Pacer fans, which I find fascinating because there's no NBA team in Pittsburgh, and right. you've adopted the Pacers. Um, on campus, were you considered radio stars, celebrities, uh, sports celebrities? Did people come to you for knowledge about the NBA and the NFL? <laughs> a lot of people would come to us, and we would introduce ourselves, and I'd be like, hi, I'm Dan. And they'd be like, whoa, you got a deep voice, man. <laughs> so uh, people would often ask, hey, do you do radio? And then we would say, yeah, you can listen to us on Fridays at 4 or something like that. And uh, that's how we kind of spread the word. Okay. But... It was easy when someone would talk to us. They would obviously tune into the fact that we had kind of radio voices. And again, you are real brothers in real life. And Dan, you have graduated. You're possibly pursuing grad school. Uh, yes, potentially. I graduated two years ago from Grove City College outside of Pittsburgh. My brother is there now. He's a, uh, in his junior year. And uh, I'm looking at several options. But I love being here today with All Pro Dad and uh, know so several of the guys who are on staff. And it's just such a great opportunity. Yeah, you guys aren't dads. You're, you're, I'm assuming, too young and not married. You're still in college. By the way, do you still have the radio show in college? No, I, I gave it up when he left. I might get a new one uh, next year if, if anyone wants to try to pick one up with me. You're too smart for radio, first of all. You were telling me you're pre-med. Is that correct? Uh, I'm pre-med. Why are about, you wasting your time on the air? I don't know about too smart. I, I work hard, and uh, I guess I, I enjoy it, but I'm also a business and entrepreneurship major. So I like the combination of those two together. That way I don't have to be in the lab, the chemistry lab, like all day. Uh, I can, uh, you know, learn a lot about business and finance and about, like, entrepreneurship and ventures like that. So, Dave, why today? Why All Pro Dad? Why get involved? Why the community service when you're not even a dad yourself? What do you believe in? What's in your heart? Uh, well, Dan <laughs> called me up yesterday, and, and uh, we were talking about things that we might do this weekend. And, he said that he wanted to help out at this event today, and I was like, well, yeah, we'll, we'll do it. Well, we hung out last night at a, at a church event, and then today we're here. And uh, I don't, I, I'm here tagging along with him. He's, he's, uh, he's really the one that That's brought me here. fantastic. Yeah. And, Dan, how did you get involved with, uh, with All Pro Dad? So I, I met uh, my friend Darren Gray, who is uh, kind of the, the brains behind this event uh, last year. And Darren's been very kind to me and helped let me get involved in several aspects. What I'm excited for specifically today is uh, it's just it's such a, a treat to come and see uh, dads who want to who want to build solid relationships with their kids and maybe uh, don't have all the opportunity to do so. And when you come to an event like this, it is just such a an encouragement to see kids who and dads who are together learning how to build solid relationships and. They pick up skill sets. They pick up different activities that they can do, different tips. And uh, it's something that I'm looking forward to using someday, hopefully, if I ever have kids. Well, you're on the, the, the right track. Uh, um, I think you're just here to pick up chicks, to be honest with you, because you can tell people, hey, I'm going to be a great dad. I've been studying for years. I'm a member of All Pro Dad, right? No. Um, well, I want to wish you guys the best of luck and twofold here with this social awareness radio program. We want to promote 
fatherhood and all pro dad, but also I want to promote through you guys and your age. Dan, you're 24, and Dave, you're 22? 21. 20, 21. Yep. I mean, that's a great message um, for community service awareness. I would love for young people in their younger 20s to get more involved with their communities and serve the way you have. And, and on behalf of the rest of planet Earth, I want to thank you guys for your service. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, it's just a lot of fun to be here. And it's great to just see uh, guys like Darren and the rest of the staff here at All Pro Dad take a, take a real interest in you know, equipping dads and fathers to just love on their kids. And you don't see that enough. And it's great to have a program like this one to really just be able to invest like that. Thank you guys, the brothers, for uh, helping out with the show and being yeah. part of this broadcast. And if you're watching this and you're around our age, please, I would encourage you, do what you can and take the extra step and go the extra mile because activities like this count, not necessarily now, but down the road, they're going to count. I'm confident of that. That's something that Adam can speak to as well. So best of luck and uh, rep the All-Pro Dad. Get socially technical with the Adam Ritz Show. Facebook, Adam Ritz Show. Twitter, at Adam Ritz. It's social technically. It's a pleasure now to be joined by All-Pro Dad, uh, Darren Gray. Hi, Darren. How are you? Hey, Adam. Good to be with you. You are an All-Pro Dad, kind of in two sense of the term All-Pro Dad. Not only do you actually have children and you are a father, but you're one of the main All-Pro Dads here at this event. Well, you know what? It's a team effort to make something like this happen. I am honored to work closely with Tony Dungy and the All-Pro Dad organization, uh, but it's an honor to work. When you're working with guys like Coach Tomlin and Coach Dungy and others around the league, it's just a, a privilege to come out and try to move a message that men need to step up and be more active in the lives of their kids, and we give them those special tools that make it easy and fun and really get them on that path. And as one of the uh, leading All Pro Dad leaders, in fact, your Twitter handle is at All Pro Dad Leader, isn't it? Indeed, it is. And uh, so I'm just going to throw in Executive Director. What is your actual title? Yeah, uh, Director of Corporate Partnerships. So I really serve four primary roles with the organization. I help to connect with the NFL teams, the NFL athletes, the corporate partners, and the media partners. So those four groups together is really what makes this happen because it creates the, the underwriting and the media position that allows us to amplify the message and ultimately reach a lot of folks with All Pro Dad. So that's what I do. I'm based in Indianapolis, but our operation is out of Tampa, which is where Tony's uh, uh, home is at. And he's in the office uh, each week, kind of helping us to move all this forward. But there's 22 of us. I'm just one small part of a very large organization. Mark Merrill is the president of Family First, which is the parent company of All Pro Dad and iMom, which is a great program for moms. And I could go on and on about that too, but it's just exploded around America. And uh, iMom.com has just been a really special program to complement what we do with All Pro Dad. We even thought about calling it All Pro Mom, but when we began to do the research, we learned that moms don't aspire to be All Pro. They want to be better moms, and that's why we built it, gave it a whole new brand identity, and really helped to build it out that way. So as far as this event, the All Pro Dad father and kid experience here in Pittsburgh, here inside the Pittsburgh Sealer uh, Football Complex, how long does it take to plan this kind of event? I mean, I've, I've watched you today. You've been busting your hump. 
accolades to you for all the hard work that you and all your staff do to put on an event like this. For all these people, they enjoy the children, the fathers. They love this event. It's very cool. How much effort behind the scenes goes into this event? Yeah, several thousand hours go into planning wow. each and every one of these events because the goal is to make sure that every family has a special experience that they will remember for the rest of their life. And to create special moments, it takes a lot of planning and effort. So thousands of staff hours go into the planning and development of each one of these. And when you think about it in aggregate, right, this week is Colts. Next week is, or excuse me, this week was the Steelers event. Next week is the Colts event. The following week, we've got a program down in Tampa that I know you're going to come down to with Troy, uh, Vincent, and Tony Dungy. Then the following week is the Rams event. Then we're off for Thanksgiving, and then we head off to the Citrus Bowl to do a project with the Citrus Bowl and then the Miami Dolphins. So that's kind of how our year uh, wraps up. But each one of those events, we, we have uh, many, many dedicated staff that do nothing but help to pull off these big events and make them really perfect. And real quick, I want to mention uh, we've had Hunter Smith on this show, and I know you helped co-write his book, uh, The Jersey Effect. Tell us about that real quick. You know, a few years ago, I had an idea, and it really stemmed from a, there's a photograph of, of right after the Super Bowl, Tony Dungy and the team all knelt down in the locker room. And that photograph went viral. It had millions and millions of impressions across the web. And that photograph inspired me to ask Tony, hey, what was going on in that locker room that seemed different than the champagne bottles that are in most championship locker rooms? And he began to tell me about what that was about. And so we talked about who I could go to at the Colts organization that could help me to tell that story and Hunter Smith was the guy that I went and met with at a little cafe in Zionsville and we just had a discussion. I shared with him the name of the book and the vision for what I thought it could become and ultimately he helped me to line up Jeff Saturday and Tariq Glenn and Coach Caldwell and Coach Christensen and all these guys that were on the team that all had a common perspective. They understood that their identity was not grounded in that championship win. That win is part of their life. They have a championship ring. They were part of the trophy, but ultimately it doesn't define who they are as people. And we got them to tell that story. And each one of those stitches together to make up the Jersey effect where we break down using Tony's principles of training kids with academic, athletic, social, and spiritual dimensions so that when you bring together all four of those dimensions, you make sure that you're developing the the whole kid, the whole child, the whole athlete, and uh, ultimately pulling that together. And, you know, in this age, I know you work closely with the NFL Player Development Department, and you know the challenges that are happening with how many of these guys post-NFL or end up bankrupt and divorced, and uh, ultimately their life's failure rates are, are in some cases really challenging. So what we wanted to do is preemptively get back into the high schools and the middle schools to make sure to teach these lessons before they ended up in the NFL and post-NFL and didn't have the plan. So that's part of our vision for putting together the Jersey Effect. You can learn more at jerseyeffect.com or log on to facebook.com slash jerseyeffect or follow us at, at jerseyeffect. And, of course, you can follow me at uh, uh, at All Pro Dad Leader and kind of get a sense of this work that, that we do across America. And for us, it's all connected, right? How do you take sports and use it as a bright, shining light to help to take a good message into the community and help build up men, help build up athletes, and make the world a better place? You don't sleep much, do you? Uh, you know you know what? <laughs> Truth be told, I do travel some and I do hit the road, but, the, but I'm rarely gone for more than two nights at a time. Okay. So right. I'll be in my bed tonight 
I'll be at my son's all-star game tomorrow in Indianapolis, and I make sure to practice what I preach, which is how do I be the best husband, the best father, and the best follower of Christ that I can be in order to help live out what I talk about. So hopefully uh, we've got some congruency there, and I aspire to be the best dad I can be too. Hey, I'm right there with you, and I'm uh, inspired by uh, not only your work with Hunter Smith and the book, The Jersey Effect, again, it's thejerseyeffect.com, uh, but your work with All Pro Dad. It's absolutely awesome. This was a great day. Everybody had a great time, and I was proud to be a part of it. Thank you. Football is a sport that unites fans, players, and coaches alike in a spirit of competition and camaraderie. Football season has come to our area, and while you're watching a game with friends or sharing in the excitement with family, be sure to celebrate responsibly. Never pick up the keys and drive if you've had too much to drink. And if you're 21, drinking alcohol is against the law. Remember, alcohol is different. Let's all work together to keep our roads and communities safe and have a winning season. This message is brought to you by your local beer distributors and this station. Adam Ritz is a media personality and keynote speaker, interviewing amazing people from coast to coast. Follow him on Twitter at Adam Ritz or listen to him now on The Adam Ritz Show. Our guest is Bob Mangine. He is the uh, Director of Sports Medicine and Associate Athletic Director for the University of Cincinnati Bearcat Athletics. Hi, Bob. How are you today, Adam? I'm doing fantastic, and today's topic with our conversation is going to be about community service, and you were just bragging to me about all the community service that your student-athletes uh, do and perform. Tell us about the uh, community service from the Bearcat perspective. Well, I think from the Bearcat perspective, it's critical uh, for you to teach your kids to give back. I think kids today need to accept responsibility, and the fact is, you know, when you're a Division One college athlete, football, basketball, soccer, you know, the little kids come out and watch you play. And it's important that you get back into the community, give back to the kids, so the kids really can see you as a role model because you really are a role model. Mm -hmm. And I think that there's such negative publicity today in the media about, you know, professional athletes, college athletes, the negative uh, problems they get into. Part of our philosophy is to put our players in a positive position. And the best positive position is to have the kids go into the community or bring the kids out uh, to us uh, and, and have that interaction because then our players feel that responsibility to, hey, there's actually this little kid that's watching me play. Here's a little young man who I can influence or a young girl I can influence. And I think that if we can get our young kids today who have been pampered into the mode that they have a social responsibility, then I think that's critical in their learning development. Well, I have to imagine, too, that um, one of your student-athletes, after a interaction or community service with a young person, uh, and we're talking like elementary age school kids that they work with, maybe reading or something like that, right. i got to believe that they walk away from that really be, almost being more touched by that by that kid than the kid was by the student-athlete. Well, when Antron Archer, who's our director of player personnel, has a community service, and, and one of the big ones is reading to the kids, uh, going into the, the elementary schools, the junior high schools, uh, and having our kids interact with the young kids in a reading mode or, or some sort of math mode. Our players really, you never have to worry about having enough players. He has too many players. Everybody wants to volunteer because, as you said, when you go into there and you, you see those eyes bright, light up and, and the kids' expressions a smile because it wasn't too long ago when they were that little kid yeah. looking up to somebody, whether it be college or, or pro, uh, to serve that role. So I, I think our kids really feel good about that. Hi, this is Dan Patrick for A True Original. 
His name, Adam Ritz. A true original. I'm Adam Ritz, and we are broadcasting live today at Warner University in Lake Wales, Florida. All right. Warner University uh, in Florida. Great, uh, great place to, ha to go to college. Walk into class. It's not 29 degrees, and we have our first guest with us right now. What's your name, sir? Adam Novak. Adam, great name. How are you? It's the Adam and Adam Show. <laughs> and what are you studying? Communications. Communications, fantastic. All right, we're going to broadcast live here with our first news story. We have a headline that uh, Adam's going to read for us, so we go now live to the news desk. Here's Adam. Second arrest made in Halloween vandalism of college president's home at Wells College in New Hampshire. Awesome. Adam, I want to thank you so much for helping out with the show. Let's give Adam a round of applause. That's fantastic. Okay, it's a Halloween arrest, and uh, there's a couple of things that jump out at me that I want to share with you here with this story. It's the second arrest made in this vandalism of the uh, president of this college up in New Hampshire, uh, Wells College. Jason Colby was arrested. He's the second one to be arrested for this Halloween vandalism. Uh, they tore up the president's car and her house at this university. Here's the key. Um, Halloween, very recent, uh, just within the last uh, few days. And uh, this event, this vandalism happened in October of 2011. This was Halloween 2011. So it's a great demonstration to everybody that uh, the decisions you make have consequences. You vandalize uh, a car, somebody's house, you will get caught, you'll get arrested, you'll have the consequences to pay. Uh, but you, you, ne you never get away with it. You're never off the hook. This happened, this didn't happen this Halloween. This happened last Halloween. A former Wells College student arrested in connection with vandalism of the college president's home and vehicle last year. So he's charged with felony criminal mischief. Felonies. You know, as everybody in this room and on this, listening to this broadcast knows, felonies alter your life forever. And nobody wakes up in the morning and says, hey, maybe tonight's the night I get a felony. Maybe tonight's the night I'll, I'll vandalize the president's car. Um, in a year from now, I'll get arrested and have to deal with those consequences. Decisions have consequences. And that, with the help of Adam from Warner University, is your decision-making public service announcement uh, here from Lake Wales, Florida at Warner University. The Adam Ritz Show is recorded live, both in studio and across the country. For information on this broadcast, including how to hear this show on a station in your city, visit adamritzshow.com.